welcome to TFD Summer Break. We're, we're here. We're here. It feels like we literally just stopped doing Summer Break episodes, and we're already right back in the mix for season two. We can see the sun again here yeah. in Alaska. I'm starting to actually get some color back in my skin. It's crazy, man. He's it's not. very crazy. Not. I'm still he, very pale. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. I let you down. I didn't mean to start this off with deception. I was insecure. He's very Norse right now. Yeah. Yeah. Some might say Norse no, after the winter. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for that. This is a great way to start the summer break. We're starting things off a little differently. Uh, for anyone that that wasn't a part of Summer Break last year and hasn't you know, binged your way through the TFD Summer Break of Season 1, essentially these are shorter episodes, a little more compact, a little less banter, a little less uh, us getting on tangents and stuff like that. And we're just shortening it so that we have a little more time in the very, very, very short Alaskan summers that we are gifted every year. We cut down on the production a little bit as far as the episodes go, but we always put out you know weekly content on YouTube and, and everywhere else, social medias. We've been stepping it up all year and we're not gonna stop now. You're just gonna get shorter episodes for the time being. But also kind of, in my opinion, kind of funner episodes. Most she have said if you use the word funner, more fun, Is that, does that make you feel better? So it's like, I feel like we touch on subjects that aren't exactly in the wheelhouse of what we normally touch on during the regular season. And that gives us an opportunity to kind of dip our toe into, we were talking about it before we started, dip our toe into some some subjects that, that otherwise wouldn't get like a light shown on them during the regular season and just see how you guys like it. If you guys like that type of stuff, you know, hit us up on the socials at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Come join in the excitement that we got all over there. We got, we're posting memes, we're posting teasers, posting videos. We got the whole nine going for you guys and you're loving every single second of it at tft paranormal on tiktok if you're a little hipper than than the rest of us if you got a story of your own send it into the gang at the freakydeaky.com we love hearing from you guys christian how you doing man i'm not trying to hog the entire summer spotlight already you know i'm happy to 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 be a little warmer mm. i'm happy to be able to go outside more eat at work it's nice huh? where it's really cold all year mm. there's some some wildlife out now caribou tons of different ducks and geese a few bears Stuff like that. It's things you don't yeah. always get to see out there. Now that things have thawed out, you get to see a little bit of nature up in the Arctic Circle. In the great wild. Yes. The great beyond. That's death. Never mind. Not that. Um, today, I figured to start things off for, for this summer break, that we would touch on some... Obviously, the entire premise of this show has been not just a back and forth between a believer and a skeptic, but me trying to convince my father-in-law... Our, the entire nation's father-in-law Christian. World. The world. I forgot we have international listeners as well. The entire world's father-in-law Christian over here to just believe in stuff. And uh, as you know, late in the you know season two, we we're talking about giants. And Christian's a believer in giants now. Maybe not the same giant origin stories that I have, but he's a believer now. And that's something that we can all celebrate together. Yes. And so for this episode, I thought it'd be great to kick off this summer break. Last summer break, we started off with Christian's reactions to a couple of the haunted episodes on Netflix. 
doing something a little different this year. I am going to essentially share stories from people that were skeptics and have now crossed over to the believer side. So this is wishful thinking on your part. A little bit. It's me saying, hey, Christian, it's possible. It, there's potential yet for you still. And these stories are essentially these skeptics that witness something that convince them that the paranormal is actually very real. It is possible on some subjects, but not really on ghosts because they're not real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a meme lined up, lined up for that. I wonder if I've used it already. Probably not. So we'll get to that. So if you're a fan of memes that roast each other, the ratio is currently 80% roasting Christian and 20% roasting me. I feel like this whole, ep this first <laughs> summer break episode is trying to roast Christian. No, it's, it's not a roast. It, it, this, this is just bring, shining a light once again on some stories from people that were skeptics that experienced something that they couldn't explain that made them believe in the other side or it's spiritual or energy or paranormal in nature, you know? Fair enough. So I think we should kind of dive right in, you know? Uh, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, everything is hunky-dory once again in the land of Alaska. Yes, the Thunderbirds are out taking people. <coughs> I don't know how sun, they're probably not like that. They probably don't sound like really weak. I would say it's more of a, like a... A thunder, like a thunderous call. Well, I'd the imagine. wings are thunderous, but the squeal that, that this bird makes is, is sinister. Yeah, like a, a deeper-throated bald eagle is what I'd imagine. Nice. Or a pterodactyl. Or a chickadee. Who knows? What if we're just assuming because of the, this thing's great stature? Yeah, that don't assume my... Uh, my chickadee sounds. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, let's dive right in. This first story is non-paranormal in nature, but it's a story for perspective. I've never done this before, so we'll see how it works. And it's, it comes to us from Meester Pepper. Great name. Great name. It goes, I don't know how much I believe in most paranormal things, but when I think about the topic, I can't help but think of the mantis shrimp. <laughs> the human eye can sense red, green, and blue, and with varying combinations of those three colors, we get to enjoy millions of colors. The mantis shrimp has 16 different receptors, meaning the mantis shrimp can see in potentially trillions of colors we are physically incapable of imagining. I believe that it's not just plausible, but almost guaranteed that there's a huge portion of knowledge we're locked out of because we, as a species, simply are lacking whatever specialized organs that would allow us to study and explain. Problem is, try imagining a brand new sense. How do you explain it to others that have never felt it? If you can't feel it, how do you build a machine that translates it into senses you can experience? There's just so much we don't know that we don't know. Current scientific evidence suggests the paranormal doesn't exist. I'm willing to say there's every chance that we don't know how to interact with that part of the universe yet, and that one day the supernatural skeptics, myself included, may be completely proven wrong. Haven't we discussed things along this line in the past, or like I've said, you can see the world in ways that I'll never be able to see the world? Yeah. Or when other people see it differently than us, like Amanda when she was on the episode. Sure. Um, she, she had mentioned the way she sees the world and I don't see the world like that. You don't even really see it like that. I do, but to a less scary extent and not as frequent, thankfully. God, that would drive me insane. But also she may still see it differently, but we still use the same words to verbalize it. Yeah. And that's sometimes what the problem is, is we only have a certain vocabulary that humans are able to use, whether you use different languages or whatever. Yeah. So the descriptions are going to fit into a place where like somebody like me that isn't going to see it might see a story from Amanda that's seen with like a certain colored devilish figure. If we go with this story where mm. maybe she sees different colors or like you're colorblind, so True. you can't see colors I see. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, I mean, that makes perfect sense that. Yeah. 
you know, a mantis shrimp can see all these different colors. We know there's other animals and bugs and stuff that can see different colors we can't see. So that opens up a completely different world. You know, a bird sees the magnetic field and is able to migrate. Same with of like that. dogs, similar yeah. like they're, they're always running along or magnetic. Uh, God, don't ask me. I'm not going to figure that out right now. This is the summer. All right. The brain's been turned off. Yeah. So basically they can see energies we can't see. Yeah. And it, maybe it shows up as a color to them. But they know to follow that color. Yeah. Or something. Something along those lines. Weren't we talking about near the end of the season two, prayers and somebody being able to see like a beacon. Yeah. Yeah. A beacon of, you know. Yeah, it's a similar like everything is kind of a similar concept, just in like a different way, I guess. Different right. different sizes. <laughs> different yeah. sizes of beacons. I don't know. That's a crazy story though. I think the the weird thing is, yeah, Amanda, you and I all share one thing in, in common is that we do have the there are certain receptors that are red, green, and blue. You know, so you can technically see this stuff. Right. But maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe there's a certain a certain thing that has to happen in order for you to to pierce that veil kinda, you know? Well, but, aren't we when we see things it's wavelengths anyway. So people are able to pick up probably different wavelengths just like other animals. And yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be visually true. So there's a whole nother world that psychics can see that we can't see, you know, even schizophrenics can see that we can't see children see things differently than we do. And animals, obviously. Yeah. There's a whole unexplored world that we're starting to work on exploring and it's all the world around us. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I'm going to go ahead and take this next one and then I will give you number three. Okay. Uh, this one is from Moxley. Is there something called Mauxley? I'm just saying that M-A-U usually is the Mau sound. Oh, yeah? You're going to give us all an English lesson now, Christian? Is that what you're going to do? That almost seems like... Does that seem like summer break material? Maybe it's German. I don't know. Oh, you and your... Okay. I get it. Like mouse in German is a mouse is and it's spelled M A U S and isn't that moss? It's mouse. Really? Mouse. The German would pronounce it mouse. Yeah. Not moss. Like why house. They, why would they pronounce it H A U S house or house? Right? No. H A U S is house. Are you sure? Oh well, you are the German aficionado for whatever reason. I mean, it, um, maybe not completely like I said it, but basically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A, ger- well, a lot of German words are where we got our English words from. Kugelschreiber. Anyway, not that one. Uh, okay, from Malksley. Sorry, Christian. Didn't mean to trigger you. Thanks. Working a Colorado river trip a few years back, we were just about to hit a rapid when I was completely overwhelmed by the presence of a boy asking for help. I looked down and saw something floating up to the surface of the water for a few seconds and then it disappeared. I couldn't tell what it was and we were just hitting the rapid so I had to refocus on that. We got to the bottom of the rapid and I made the crew pull over. I hiked back up to the eddy where it happened and took out my binoculars to scout. Nothing. But I knew. I told them that it was the oldest brother of the three kids that drowned upstream the week prior. No bodies had been found yet. I knew it was the oldest brother. They humored me and we called it into the park service and went on our way. The park service found the body of the oldest brother, Sans Head, unfortunately, that day at the bottom of the rapid we had just run. The other two brothers were found within 48 hours. I swear to you I don't believe in this kind of thing, but that kid spoke to me loudly. 
and I was so tranced out by it that I actually responded in my in my head. That I actually responded in my head. It's okay. We'll help you. I promise. The boys, really sad story. Please never try to swim in the Grand Canyon. That's a weird story. That's heavy too. That's a little. That's like you know these three boys drown in this river in this rapid, and then as you're going down the rapid, you have this random thought that there's you like some boy call, calling out for help, and and I mean imagine rapids pretty what would you say rapid yeah pretty quick you know that's a well, that's a very fast time period to be able to be like to have that thought and then have it hit you so heavily that you're like damn i really need to check this out yeah right in the middle of something that you could possibly die of doing if you're not careful yeah and you get pulled out of that mindset so quickly or or that frame of thinking mm. to hear uh the voice of a child asking for help and you automatically know it's the older brother yeah. that had died in that same river don't know how to explain that from a skeptical point of view yeah you would have to be uh, you'd have to believe in the paranormal after that you'd be like yeah, i guess i'm a believer now what if it wasn't the paranormal what if i mean there's it doesn't have to be a ghost to tell you well, i'm not saying it, uh, for sure it's a ghost but it's definitely not normal it is or it's or it is and we just don't um, pick up on it yeah. weren't we just talk, we were just like maybe there's something in this world like this messages that we walk by all the time and then one day a skeptic's mind just happens to get thrown a certain way and they pick up on it finally. I don't know. I, I would believe the, like we've kind of talked about, um, it's something we've, we've mentioned so many times, but we never actually do an episode on, but the stone tape theory, where if it's a traumatic event that's built into, and we've kind of talked about water being a conduit in certain episodes, right? Right. Is it possible that something very traumatic happened on this section of the earth and the conduit being like water being the conduit that it is? like holds on to that memory or passes that memory through whatever it is. I'm not going to obviously flesh out an entire theory, but the the idea that you could be passing through this and latch onto something traumatic that happened there and almost re-experience for that boy, like what that boy experienced and stuff, and then have it hit you so so heavily that you're like, you know what, I need to go check this out. And yeah. then to be right of all things, to be like, I know this sounds crazy, everyone, but please just stick with me. Like, what would you do in a situation like that where you end up discovering some some kid's body or something because you had this weird almost psychic connection to something for a brief like passing moment i mean you would just it is what it is it's it's yeah. there you you that's a story you tell everywhere you'd probably never stop saying that story you meet someone be like hey there's just one time i was going down the rapids uh i had a solo ghost boy for a moment and it turns out i saved the day by finding out where these boys i would were just drunk. tell it on the podcast yeah and then people would ask me about it if they want to hear more and then it would live on through history yeah Yes. Like the devil coming out of my floor or whatever that was. Or whatever that was. Yeah. Well, I think you just said it for sure. For sure. Yeah. Interesting. I, I had to put that one in there. That was a really great story. That was. I like that. Because I'm a visual person. I feel like I can, if I can see someone's writing, then they're a good writer. Like really good writer. And this guy really nailed it. All right. You want to read from PP Monster 15? PP Monster 15. PP. Monster. PP. Monster. PB Monster. Monster. My dad passed away while we were out of the country. It was very unexpected. A couple days before he passed, he had issues sending and receiving texts and calls. His phone was always on for business calls, emergencies when we were on vacation and traveling. Several days after we get back home and are planning his funeral with my family, I'm confessing to them that he embarrassed me at dinner and my last conversation with him was I was arguing before he passed and felt horribly guilty. Just as I explain that, I hear my phone go off and see a text from my dad. 
We had his phone charging in the kitchen, so it was already creeping us out that none of us had touched it for the past few days. I opened the text and it said, I love you, love dad. I obviously lost it and so did my family. My logical mind says that it's just a text he sent while I was testing his phone the week prior that finally went through, but his phone was on and connected for at least three days back home and the text came at that exact moment. A month or so after my dad passed, I was driving to the the first family get-together since the funeral. I was sort of in a funk that this is the first family outing without my dad. As I'm driving through a rural area, I hear my dad's voice yell at me to stop. He taught me to drive, and I was very familiar with his panic yells. <laughs> That's a dad thing. My, my dad, I've, I've heard my dad stop yell as well. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> I slam on my brakes at an intersection with a green light for me, and an 18-wheeler comes barreling through the intersection. If I didn't stop, I would have definitely been hit. Once again, could be grief and thinking about the times my dad taught me how to drive, but still weirds me out to this day. Haven't had any other weird instances since these, and it's been almost eight years now. How many did I say? 18? <laughs> yeah. No. Which would have made the story even more believable, but you boy's honest. Yeah. That reminds you of that, that story, huh? What story? From that, that other episode we did. What was it? I think it might have been the unexplainable, the first unexplainable episode mm. where the mom and daughter or son or whatever were just sitting at a green light just for whatever reason, yeah. decided not to go. Yep. And a car comes <laughs> barreling through. And I've heard like, a lot huh. of stories like that. I, not usually ones where the dad's doing the stop now voice. Yeah. But the stop thing is that's, that's hard to kind of dispel though, to be like, yeah, it could have just been anything without actually knowing that something was coming. You know, the, both of the stories there could be actual connections to the afterlife and to the mm. dad. And then could also be, you don't have to believe in ghosts to believe that there's a form of communication that goes on in the transition. Yeah. And, and especially in the transition from life to death for somebody like the dad. Yeah. He might be like, well, I'm not quite ready, especially if it was an unexpected death. We, we all heard many times psychics and believers say, yeah, they stick around for a little bit. And even ancient tellings of things like this will say that. Yeah. From different cultures around the world <sighs> so maybe the dad stuck around a little bit the only other option about like say the stoplight yeah would be pure subconscious knowing that it has to say stop in your dad's voice to make you stop but without but, knowing but how did the subconscious know yeah that's a totally different almost paranormal thing that might eventually be science yeah but it still feels like paranormal that a part of your brain could know that there was a car or of 18 wheeler barreling down gonna kill you if you went yeah that uh that whole death thing we're talking about how you kind of maybe linger on like that reminds me of a, a shirt that we recently put up on the website uh actually pull it up i don't think i showed it to you yet but it's a it's kind of a, a sick retro kind of distressed looking old school design style that is definitely not what we usually do with like pop art and bright colors and whatnot but it's got the grim reaper on the back and it says death is just the beginning hmm. and it is a like I, I actually wanted to order one for myself so i might do that at some point because i am a fan of this kind of simple style but super dope look to it um so if yeah if you have and checked out the the merch store that is available at the freakydeaky.com got a, we've probably got some of the i'm not gonna say the best shirts in the paranormal podcast game because i know of a couple brands that have pretty sick designs and we have good shirts yeah we have fun stuff that 
people would like to wear, I think. And I mean, may, I can't even say best because I also designed the, some of the shirts for, for Tony at the confessionals. So your boy is going to branch out and start designing for podcasts all over the, all over the world. I will say ours are the best though. Ours are the weirdest because like we have the weird podcast. So I'm like, I got to make ours a little stranger. But that design that I talked about was just a little cleaner. It's a little cleaner, but it's got that, that kind of distressed look to it, which is hella dope. So if you're a fan of this show and, uh, you know, you want to support us in some way or another and you got a few extra bucks and you like t-shirts, go check them out. Do it. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, let's get in this next one from Zanels. 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 Sure. I always have to correct you on this. Oh, do you? Do you have to do it, Christian? Well, I just, <laughs> I figure we better do both like the way you see it mm. and the way I see it. Cause then one of us is right. Yeah, it's okay. With all the Russian names and all like a lot of the Spanish names and shit, I have to, I have to come in for this, the save on you. So whenever it's German or apparently Asian of some kind, you have to do the same for me. One of us is right. One of us is right. Gotcha. Yeah. So you can we, help people. Te- teamwork. It really does make the dream work. Okay. This is from Janelles. It goes a little something like this. I'm an atheist. The end. No. <laughs> I, yeah, thanks, Janelles. Great. Uh, I'm an atheist. I don't really believe in the supernatural, or at least not things like crystals affecting your energy or zodiac signs having anything to do with anything. That, folks, is the beautiful sound of Alaskan summer. And little pond hoppers, pond hopper planes taking, taking flight once again. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. The birds are chirping. The pond hoppers are ing. Everyone's having a good time, but I digress. So this person doesn't believe in energy or zodiac signs or anything like that. Yes. Uh, but I have a really hard time not believing in ghosts because I saw them as a kid until I was about seven. And I have some memories of them. And my mom tells some interesting stories of unexplained things that happened. Like the time we were on a road trip and I said there was a ghost kitten in the car and played with it the whole way there. And then when we got to my parents, found a dead kitten that had crawled up onto the engine for warmth and died when we left. Really dark and sad, but also how the fuck did you see that ghost cat, dude? I don't know. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Or the time we were in a restaurant that was the only building. And I just want to call back to the beginning of this episode where you said ghosts definitely don't exist. And we resume or the time we were in a restaurant that was the only building that withstood a tsunami that had happened about a hundred years prior. Shout out to the tsunami ghost episode. Yes. hundred years prior. And I got really nervous and insisted I talked to my mom outside the building. And when we did, I said there was a ghost lady talking to me that I didn't like and then recited a poem she told me about a love lost at sea. The weird thing is that I had a super strong lisp Yet I recited this poem perfectly with the accent of the time and no lisp. Super freaked. My mom, super freaked. No, super freaked. My mom out. Oh, super freaked my mom out. So we left. And I remember what the ghost that lived in my grandma's 90-year-old house looked like and lots of weird unexplained things that happened in that house. Though never anything malicious. So for as much as I trust science, I still think there are some things that haven't been discovered yet. I think that he... This person is wrong because obviously they discovered a couple of these things. Yeah, that's true. And it turns out that Christian was actually Janelle's. Ghost Kitty was the best part of that story. Yeah, you love when ghost kitties get burned to death. No, I didn't like that. You sick fuck. But, you know, if 
If we can linger afterwards, why can't a, a cat? That is kind of adorable, a little ghost cat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a sad story, but... I like to think of animals on the other side. I yeah. don't I don't like to think that they just die and just like the end. Like no. animal, there's definitely animals on the other side. Yeah, Everything living. There's probably plants too, if there is another side. Even if that side is just a temporary place before we come back to this side. Yeah. Or another realm. Yeah, and to quote the great Adele, hello from the other side. <laughs> and we continue. <laughs> um, let's see. We might be able to get through. Holy shit, that one's long. Holy shit, you see how many stories I have for this? Yeah. We're already almost at the end of the episode, and there's like 15 stories left. So, we're, <laughs> guys, you guys are in luck because we're going to be filming a lot of these uh, stories that we don't get to in the summer break episodes. Again, these episodes are capped kind of around 30, 45 minutes at the most, just because it gives us a little more free time. I have, as many of you know, we talked about I have a newborn son. Do we, do we always have to explain why we... Yeah, we do because I I'm someone that likes explanations, and so I like to give them to people. If you okay. don't like the explanations, then let me know, and I will stop doing it because I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this. But I digress again. Um, I have a newborn son, and I don't have as much free time, I and very and a lot less sleep than I did prior to this. So this summer break is coming in clutch for your boy, and we're actually filming. You know, trying to get everything set up to where we can keep this content rolling out for you guys throughout the year, leading into season three. We recorded this summer break episode in 1997. We did. And somehow we've made it still topical. It really worked out for us. Any hooser. Let's, uh, let's, so yeah, let's maybe do, let's see how this next one goes. Um, you want to read number five from yeah, this deleted sure. user? From deleted user number five. At least number five. We've been through a lot of deleted users. This is story number five from a deleted user. I liked it better the way I said it. Yeah. Well, it's not combo number five, so we can't, you know. Anyway. Giants have to be biblical. Giants. Giants. Born in Stinky. Giants have to be biblical. Giants. When my family and I moved into our new homes, things started to freak us out. We would hear people talking in other rooms, and sometimes we would hear footsteps coming from the attic. I told my friends when they visited and they laughed at me. Then all of a sudden a lamp turned on and then turned off by itself. It was weird, but we just thought the outlet or the lamp switch is broken. However, when I took a look, I found out the, the lamp was not even plugged in. Another day, my mom was in the living room and three windows and a couple glass things broke simultaneously all of a sudden and she heard voices in another room. And those voices should have been, run. No, interesting. That reminds us a little bit of uh, a listener story we got in on, on YouTube. You remember that? No. Really? Which <laughs> listener story? The, the touch lamp where he Oh, was, yeah. 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 So shout out to that. If, if you if you haven't heard that story, you should go on YouTube and check that out. It was that the was, first listener story we got in. Yeah, I believe so. And then right afterwards, I started having a lamp do that same thing. Yeah. Classic stuff. Very hilarious. But Christian didn't write a story on Reddit about how he was now a believer after that experience. Because I didn't believe. I believed yeah. it was a broken lamp because that was the only lamp that did that. Yeah. And he believed in a thing called love. Anyway, uh, to close out this episode, I'm going to dive into a story from Ask Clown Monthly. It's a great publication. It really is. I've been a long term, long time survive, survivor. Yeah. Long time. I've survived this Ask Clown Monthly. And let me tell you, it ain't easy. Long, long term. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go into the story. Ask Clown Monthly. Ask Clown Monthly. It's a great publication. Ask Clown Monthly. 
Ask Clown Monthly. My wife rang me at work to tell me my dad, who had died recently, had come to her. They were in a treehouse, which holds significance. Then I nearly fell over when she said it was weird he looked like he had diamonds in his eyes. This story gave me goosebumps the first time I heard it. So buckle up and prepare for the goosiest of bumps. Diamonds in his eyes. A couple of weeks after that, I was at a friend's house in the kitchen eating a sandwich with her 12-year-old daughter at the table. She has form when it comes to the paranormal, and I had to look up what form means, but I guess it means like she has some... Connection? Yeah. Like, it's, I just never heard that term. She has form. Which is it from, a, is this story from maybe a different country? Maybe, but I think, it, yeah, it's more like... Uh, the rang me at work part made me feel like it was like England or Australia's type. It could be, yeah. So, yeah, that's probably what it is. Then she has form when it comes to the paranormal. She started staring behind me, and when I asked her if she was okay, she looked spaced out. She said, he's sorry, you know. And I said, who's sorry? She replied, the man with the diamonds in his eyes standing behind you. That's where I got the goosebumps. Mm. Do you have goosebumps right now? No. No. Okay. Well, I guess maybe two years on. If you got goosebumps from that, the man with the diamonds in his eyes standing behind you, go ahead and comment on social media. So I know I'm not alone. She said already, the, okay, I'm just going to say it. She said, the man with the diamonds in his eyes standing behind you. Getting out of her chair, she walked around the table, hugged me and said, he needs you to know how proud he is of you and how much he loved you. We had spread his ashes in the lake with his mother and father. The diamonds on the lake Pop used to call the sparkling as the rising sun hit the water's surface. I miss you, old man, every day. Love ya, you old bastard. So he liked the the shimmering on the lake. And so that's like the diamonds pretty right. much in his eyes. That would, oh God, weird, man. I, I'm trying to picture it. I'm picturing seeing that in person. Like visibly seeing a human being there with like that shimmering kind of look in the eyes from a lake and it's freaking, it's freaking me out, dude. It shouldn't. I think what it's you're- a, It's a beautiful image, but it's freaking me out too because it's not natural, you know, like that uncanny valley kind of thing where dude, it's just a little off. It's unnatural to have somebody that's dead standing behind you. You can't make judgments on their eyes at that point. Yeah. Everything is unnatural. Also the fact that you're eating a sandwich with the young girl who can see your dead father standing behind you with diamond eyes. There's nothing natural about this situation. Yeah. You can't make, you can't judge it like that. You just got to be like, wow. Nice. Like everything is crazy. Thank you, dad. I needed to hear that. Yeah. It's all crazy. It's all false. It's all dream. I did not say false. It's all I, right. I was just quoting a me without you album. It's all crazy. It's all false. A what album? A me without you. Me without you. The band. They're no oh. longer together. I think they're on a farewell tour right now. Okay. It's irrelevant, but they have an album called it's all crazy. It's all false. It's all a dream. It's all right. Isn't it sad when you become old enough that a band has a farewell tour? Yes. It just keeps happening, man. I'm telling you from experience. Well, for what it's worth, I was like 15 when I came out the first album, so I don't feel too bad. It gets worse. So, I mean, it's been 16 years since then, so it's been more than half my like, life since. But... The chance of sitting there eating a sandwich with a girl that sees a dead person behind you increases every year mm. from now on. Bleh. Because there's going to be a, you know, People die as they get older, and sure. you might see them. They might have diamonds for eyes. Yeah. And we just have to come to terms with that. Isn't there a song by... Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. No, not that one. That's totally different. <laughs> it's a more modern band. A modern band about a guy with diamonds for eyes? Someone somewhat modern. You'd know them. It's your time period. I can't think of it. I'm drawing such a blank. It's still too early. Yeah, there has only been like 12 bands in my time period, so I guess I would probably know them. I'm going to check my you don't have to do that i just did i you think can... that's the uh 
You can cut this out if you want to. I'm going to check on this song. Deftones. The Deftones? Diamond Eyes. Yeah, I'm not that guy. I don't listen to Deftones. I do. Well, there you go. Well, there you have it. Uh, yeah, so that pretty much closes it. I think it's the last story for this. We're uh, looking at this note, though. We have plenty of stories we're going to be filming. So you might see them pop up at some point during the summer. You might see them pop up later in the year. Could be a part two, part three. Yeah. It could, they're just going to be bonus stories on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed to the Freaky Deaky YouTube channel, now is the time to do that. It's fun. It's popping off over there. A lot of fun summer content coming at you hot and fresh. Just like Pete's. Not a sponsor. I'm going to bleep that out. You don't get it. You don't get that for free. Not at the Freaky Deaky summer break. You just can say pizza and then bleep out the. I don't know. You do what you do, you man. You well, do now you. I have to bleep out twice, so I yeah. hope you're satisfied. I am. Yeah, and I'm also glad that, that did not lead to a Hamilton reference. Um, uh, can you? Uh, you think after this episode, maybe you should go get some sun? Yeah, I think I should. Because we, since we opened the episode talking about that. Yeah, I think I'm about to. I think we maybe we go kayaking on the lake. I'm also a lake out here. Okay, by next week, Scott will have at least a little bit of a tan. Yeah, not that you guys really care about that. You're here for the freaky content and less about how my skin, the you know... Makes them look like a, a actual ghost in flesh. Yep. So anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. I guess we're going to do there. <laughs> <laughs> really took the wind out of my sails the last bit of this episode here, but... Uh, oh, I'm, we're still on? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I gonna... thought you actually closed it out on the first try. No, that's not. That wasn't a closeout. That was a, a little roast session that leads to me saying thanks for tuning into the Freaky Deek Summer Break. Oh yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, we have to be professional and we gotta end this properly. Uh, you know, we'll catch you next week. Get out, get some sun, enjoy the summer. Uh, for us out here, it's a lot shorter than than most, so we kind of we really gotta cling to it while we can. Yeah, we'll be posting all over socials. You know where to find us. You got a story of your own? Send it in to the gang at thefreakydeeky.com. We love hearing from you guys. Comment on the socials. Say what's up to to friends and family. Let's let's spread the word a little bit, and we'll see you right back here for episode two of Summer Break next Thursday. Have a great Friday. Deuces. Goodbye. See you later.